When the Counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. These words of Jesus were spoken as he was coming to the end of his earthly ministry. He and his disciples had been together in the upper room and he had spoken of a comforter. And when that experience was finished, we can imagine the Lord and his disciples leaving the upper room with their minds full of what had there been done and said. And we can imagine them walking for a time in silence through the dark street, through the temple courts, Kidron and Gethsemane. But they stop in this temple courts. Jesus gives that wonderful discourse about the true vine. But he also gives a warning and an explanation to the disciples that must have really alarmed them because he says you will face persecution, hatred from this world because you are my followers, just as Jesus himself faced hatred that drove him eventually to the cross. But, and it's a very important but, Jesus also gave his disciples a promise that in the face of these circumstances, he will not leave them desolate and despairing. Instead, he repeats that promise. I'll send you a helper, a comforter, who will be with you to face whatever comes. And of course, subsequent events prove the Lord's words were true. Many of the disciples did face persecution and hatred, but the record shows they had that inner buoyancy that sustained them to the end. Now, this is not just a story about Jesus and his disciples at that time. The promise of a comforter and helper is ours today as his present-day disciples. I've just um, finished reading a lovely book called What is a Christian? And it includes this paragraph. It is really hard to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, for his way is narrow and rocky and fraught with perils. And if we must walk in our own strength, then we shall not get very far before we sink to our knees exhausted or turn back discouraged. But the truth we must ponder and possess is that we were never intended to walk the way of Christ in our own strength. We have a helper in the Christian life, the Holy Spirit. And this is no dead dogma, but a living truth about God as men and women committed to Jesus Christ have actually experienced during their lifetime. On Sunday, of course, we'll be hearing all about the Pentecost story. It's really thrilling and inspiring. And in our time, the Spirit is at work in many different ways. For instance, 
He's a prosecutor. He convicts the world of sin, bringing home to the mind and heart and conscience of people their need of a saviour. And he's a comforter. Literally means one who is called alongside to help. He doesn't just come to soothe and to comfort, but to stimulate us to greater activity. In the Bayard Tapestry, William of Normandy is prodding one of his soldiers in the backside with a sword, and beneath are the words, William comforteth one of his soldiers. And sometimes we need to be prompted to action, inspired to try new things, new ventures, as the Spirit leads us. This Spirit also is an instructor. He helps us to understand the truths of the Bible, shining on the printed word, just as the sun will shine upon a sundial, giving it meaning and sense. Incidentally, if you can carve out half an hour in your busy schedule on a Monday, just from 1 till 1.30, there's a little service here called SPA, Scripture, Prayer and Action. And as we study the Scriptures, we can feel the Spirit's present, enlightening us and encouraging us. The Spirit is an ambassador, represents Christ in the hearts of the Christian believer, bearing witness to the Saviour's majesty and giving him the glory and the credit. I remember one Sunday, many years ago, being in York and uh, attending a service at St Michael Le Belfry Church. It was a Pentecost, the church was packed, it was a family service, meaning there were lots of children as well as adults. And the preacher was David Watson. And I wondered, how is he going to hold the attention of this huge congregation with so many youngsters there, as well as the regular adult congregation? And he produced a visual aid, which was a glove. And he said to the children, I've also got this book, and I'm going to challenge the glove to grasp and pick up this book. And children started leaning forward and wondered what he meant. So he said, let's tell the glove to pick up the book. Let's shout at them, at the glove. But of course, nothing happened. And he made the point that very often in the Christian journey, people lecture us and preach at us as to how we should be living. And much as we want to do it, we just haven't got the power within. And then he went on to say, look, love, I'll give you an example. This is how you pick up the book. A very good example, and he put it down. And of course, nothing happened. And sometimes we can be really inspired by Christians who set such a glowing example as to how to live out the Christian life. And we sort of desperate to do the same, but we just haven't got the strength. And of course, the last point of his example was, of course, to take the glove and to put his hand inside as full as possible, to surrender to the glove, as it were, and then say to it, pick up that book, and it does it, because it has that power within. Remarkably, that little illustration not only helped the children and young people, but it inspired me to remember never to forget 
the resources that we have on our Christian journey. So let's celebrate on Pentecost Sunday and let's remember that although Jesus gave his early disciples and ourselves warnings and explanations, he gave us the Spirit of God within to equip us and enable us to cope with whatever comes. And we too can face tough circumstances and yet stand triumphant. We may feel we just haven't got the power, but it's given to us when the challenge comes. So let's rejoice, live in peace and confidence because of his promise to his followers to send his spirit to enable us to take whatever comes. Amen.